Sano here at the Sandy Conference. I'm here with Steve Klein from Burns and McDonald. Steve is a speaker here at the conference. And we'll start there, Steve. Let's talk a little bit about BIM is a popular thing right now, a trendy thing. Would you we're talking a little bit about how you can translate BIM into value. Talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. Thanks, Anthony. I think the big thing with BIM, you know, when BIM first came out, there was this promise that it was going to solve all of our problems, right? And so for designers and for construction contractors, a lot of progress has been made there. Designs are more efficient now. Construction contractors are able to solve clash detection issues before it happens in the field. But the last part of that promise and the part that really hadn't been solved yet is the part of bringing value to owners and to facility operators. And so we're seeing a change in focus in the industry from software vendors even who are saying, hey, we feel like we've got the design side pretty well covered. We're not going to work on developing that a lot. We're going to focus more on bringing value to owners. And so we're working with Autodesk and with other firms and with our clients like the Department of Energy to design BIM models which are meant to serve facility managers and operators. And I'm not just talking about the, the engineer who's managing the chilled water system in a building. We're also talking about the, the managers out in on a plant floor who need to know, hey, if I'm going to reconfigure a space, uh, which panel board is it that powers my area? And is there, is, is there exhaust that I can exhaust a piece of equipment in this area? So we're solving that problem for them, and we're serving it up to our clients on a web platform so that they can get to the information uh, in an in a easy and easily digestible way without having to know Revit application or a Bentley BIM application. That's great because I think, you know, I'm not even sure how BIM, BIM is most beneficial. We've had people on our podcast before talk about it, but it's good to hear f from you that it's valuable across many disciplines of engineering and, you know, and bringing value back to the owners, which I think all engineers want to do, right? That's your client. If you can't give them value, they don't want to have you as an engineer, quite frankly. Um, so it's nice to hear you talk about that. Steve, let's talk a little bit about some other things you do on the professional development side of things. Um, you do some speaking, some STEM speaking. Talk about that a little bit. Well, I, I think it's really, I'm, I'm excited about being an engineer. I always wanted to be, to work in this industry. And so I get excited about experiences others can go into the engineering field. Um, and it's not just that. It's, it's also once you're in the engineering field, it's thinking about uh, where do you want to go with your career. And, and I've actually listened to a lot of podcasts about career development myself and, and have thought about how, does, how do you figure out where you want to go? And for me, what made sense was uh, I tried to sort of shop my career around while I was in college so that by the time I got to uh, the point of getting a degree, I had a good idea of, hey, do I want to go into design? Do I want to go into construction? Do I want to do vertical or horizontal construction? And so many things like that come into play. I always encourage folks who are going into college to, hey, use your internship opportunities while you're in school to shop your career around. So for me, the way I did that, I was working at a, at a construction company as, as my first internship. And they were design builders. And so I worked on the construction side, sat in the trailer, got to see that side of things, saw a project from beginning to end. And then I said, hey, I'd, I'd like to get transferred to your design side. And well, they couldn't do that. They couldn't do that with internal politics or whatever. And so I said, 
said, okay, well, look, I'm still in school. I want to continue working on the design side. So I said, um, no offense, you guys love working here. I've got to go and, and make that happen for myself. So I think, I think the bottom line is um, think about what your goals are going to be, and then you have to go after those goals. No, that's a good point, and I think that applies to probably people in, at every stage of their career because your goals are evolving and always changing, and hopefully you always have new goals that you're going after. Steve, maybe just share with us at the stage in your career now. Uh, well, I guess for the listeners, how many years have you been doing engineering now? I've been in the industry for 12 years, uh, full-time. Uh, as I said, I did internships for a few years in college, so to some extent I like to count that time. Uh, but been in the industry 12 years, was doing engineering, was uh, a lead structural engineer up until about two years ago, and then moved into the project management side. And that was a goal that I had for a long time. I felt like I wanted to get different engineering experiences, and then after I had achieved those, I said, okay, what's next? Where does it make sense to go next? And I came up with the project management side. Okay, so tell us now maybe one goal that you're working towards in your career, if you don't mind sharing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm personally, I'm trying to build my skills around business development. So now that I'm in the project management field and I'm seeing how we execute projects, I want to be able to win go out and win those projects. And so um, I'm pursuing an, an MBA right now to, to broaden my skills, both in project management, also in, in business development. So you're trying to go from project management to business development, and you're getting your MBA to help you broaden your skill sets. Is there anything else you're doing specifically to help with some of those skills? Well, I think a lot of it boils down to practice, right? So, um, and, and this, this comes back to a lot of my guidance when I'm, I'm talking to someone is if you've got a place you want to go, you've got to go ask the folks that you're working with, your, your boss, for, for the components that you need to get to execute your plan. So, for instance, uh, for me to, to be able to go to my boss and say, hey, I'm interested in the business development side. Can you give me some opportunities to work on those kinds of things to build my skill set? And, and I think that's a, that's a theme for me that I would encourage a lot of folks to do. Um, yeah, right when you get out of school, you're probably going to have to put your head down for a couple of years and, and do that hard work to build those experiences. Once you've got those, you're then in a position where you can go and say, hey, you've seen me deliver. Um, I'm interested in getting an experience um, in, in this area and, and ask for that to come your way because waiting for it to fall from the sky probably is not good for us. Yeah, and I think I must have said this about a million times on the podcast, the squeaky wheel gets the oil, right? So ask for it, and really, like, don't be afraid to tell your supervisor that you want to learn new things. I want to try something new because, you know, for all you know, Steve's supervisor may be sitting in his office saying, man, I really want Steve to learn business development. <laughs> and Steve might be, geez, I'm afraid to ask my boss about it. <laughs> Another thing that, that folks don't realize, or, I, I, you know, I've seen a lot of folks that didn't realize coming right out of school, um, you feel like as an, as an engineering graduate, you're like, I'm ready to solve this problem. Um, be prepared that your first few years out of school, to some extent, you've got you've to put your head down and get those uh, work experiences so that you've got a background to go and, and do a lot of other things. And the story that I like to tell about this is that my dad's got a PhD in mathematics and 
selective advantage of the contract. So applying that to uh, most of the celestial bodies. So he goes to school for 10 years and that graduates from college and uh, Purdue University and uh, goes into industry and shows up on his first day and he's ready to call the world solid. Well, they forgot that he was coming. They had nothing for him to do. So after 10 years of education, he was copying a book for them on his first day. So, but 30 years later, he was managing um, a, a large part of an of a aerospace company. And so to be able to recognize that, hey, right at first, you're going to have to do some hard work, put your head down, and then get, get some experiences, and then start asking for what you want. I think that's a perfect place to end off. Steve, thanks for spending some time with us here, and we really appreciate it. Okay, I appreciate it very much, gentlemen. It's a pleasure to be here.